Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Start of the second quarter. Marple leads 7 nothing. after Tommy Davis and Nick Rhodes hooked up for a 69-yard touchdown pass in that first quarter. And Marple now has the football at first and 15 from their own 16 as we flip ends here. And Marple will move right to left now wearing the black helmets with the white uniforms. Davis under center. He's got Rhodes on the near side as a receiver. Sapness Hoff in the backfield. Ross Barrow on the near side wing back. Ross Barrow goes in motion. It's a handoff quick up the middle to Sapness. He makes one cut at the line of scrimmage. He's going to pick up five yards, maybe a little bit more. The number 50 is in on the tackle for the Cougars of Springfield, and that's Brian Layden, the junior defensive lineman. And it just said there, Greg, the... Uh, Sapness gets the ball and makes a cut to his left. Gave him a little more space there as he picks up those five penalty yards. And the Tigers come out again here on second down. So it'll be second down and ten for Marple from their own 21-yard line. Rhodes the near side receiver. Rossborough half wing back. Sapness in the backfield behind Davis. Hoff in motion near side. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff. He's going to cut back up and try and find a hole. He's going to pick up maybe about four or five yards here, Steve, and bring up third and about five. Comes on that sweet play there. Follows his two pulling guards. And it looks like he's tackled by number 79, Ferris Selah, and number 32, Adam Crowder, who's been on a couple plays so far tonight here. So another third down play here. Only two first downs of the game here for the Tigers. Well, it's a one-touchdown pass, and then another one was a pass. So two passes got them the first down. Let's see if they go back to the air here. 10.46 to go in the half. Marple leads 7-0. Third down and five. Davis under center. Davis takes the snap. He fakes. He's going to look to throw. He has a man near side intended. And in and out of the hands of number 32, A.J. Cunningham at the 40. Incomplete. He had his man open. Just didn't set his feet there. Pressure was coming on the backside. Initially, good job protection there, but... By the time the tight end gets uh, out of his uh, corner route there and avoids um, the linebacker, it takes some time for that play to develop. And backside pressure came, and Davis was forced to throw it and uh, just didn't completely bring up a fourth down as Kelly comes out on the field. Yeah, as he rolled to the near side, he was rolling kind of against himself. To have to turn around and fire that is, uh, is difficult for any quarterback. Kelly's punt. He gets it off. This is a spiral line drive to the far side of the field, picked up on that far side by Spence. He's going to run back to the near side, makes a few men miss, crosses the 15, is brought down at the 47 that time by number 54 of Marple. Newtown, Sean first. Tires coming out here again on defense. So three defensive possessions, zero points on the board here. And uh, 
as they have a nice seven-point cushion here to work with. And it'll be first and ten for Springfield in Tigers territory. Allen comes out of that shotgun set. He takes, he's going to hand off to Brackenier. Flags in, whistle blows. This is most likely a false start or an encroachment. We've had a lot of them tonight, Steve. Yeah, too many. If you're either coach, you're very unhappy. And now, were they just blowing it dead because the officials weren't set? And that might have been it. That hurry-up offense by Springfield. I was moving the ball. Maybe the uh, the ref never called uh, started the clock. So here we go. In any event, first down and 10. Hands off to Brackenier. He goes up the middle, and he is stuffed. He tried to wrestle away at the last second. He's going to get a yard, if anything, with the forward progress. It looks like number 77 is getting out of that pile. And that's big Zach Falcone. Getting great penetration there, along with Nick Volpe and A.J. Cunningham from the linebacker position. So good job by Falcone initially in on that play. Two wide receiver shotgun for Allen. He fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw near side of the field. He's got his man. It is caught on the near side at the 30 by number 32, Adam Crowder. Crowder getting up and doing his best Freddie Mitchell impression with the championship belt as Weathers comes in and makes the tackle there for the tire. So a big first down pitch and catch from Allen to Crowder. Adam Crowder is doing better than Freddie Mitchell. He's still playing football compared to Freddie. Allen takes the snap out of the gun. It's a handoff to Brackenier up the middle. He breaks a few tackles. He's hit again. He gets to the outside. He's going to, in a foot race with Weathers, he's got to the end zone, though. Touchdown, Springfield. Hard running by Brackenier. And that's just the case of wrapping up. The Tigers initially made a hit there on Brackenier. Would have been short of a first down. Don't wrap up. Brackenier's a hard runner. Chops those big legs. And he gets in the end zone for the Cougars. 7-6 pending the extra point here. 5-7. Colin Brackenier, 160. But that low center of gravity he uses well, Steve. He runs very low to the ground and makes it difficult to stop. Springfield's going to go for two here. Cougars are going to go for two. Allen, out of that shotgun, two running back set in the gun. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to look to throw. It's tipped by A.J. Cunningham, incomplete. And Marple remains on top, 7-6 to six with 9.35 to go. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Dylan Power to kick for Springfield out of the touchdown timeout here as Marple leads 7-6. Springfield went forward and two, but it was deflected by A.J. Cunningham. Powers kick is a low squibber off the ground. It's going to be picked up by Nick Rhodes at the 35. He tries to find a hole. Almost got through it. If he did, he would have had wide open space, but he's brought down at that 44. Steve. Yeah, you said he would have had wide open space there. Couldn't see who came in on the tackler for Springfield. But Rhodes gives the Tigers great field position here. About the 42-yard line as Davis comes out. Tries to see what he can do with it. Ball at the 42 of Marple. 
for the Tigers here as they lead 7-6 with 9.31 to go in the half. Davis under center with Rhodes, the receiver to the near side. Davis takes the snap. It's a quick screen pass to Nick Rhodes. It was that behind the line. Do they deem it a fumble? Because Rick Rhodes dropped it, and it looks like it is. Looks like that's what they're going to deem it here. Some late contact, and it is ruled a fumble as it was thrown behind the line of scrimmage there, Steve. Behind the quarterback. Yes, as you said there, behind the quarterback there, it's going to be ruled a fumble. It looked initially like it was. Davis looked like he had the ball and just dropped it. Nonetheless, it's a fumble regardless because it's behind the quarterback. And right there, the Cougars get great field position on the turnover. So it'll be first and ten for Springfield with Allen out of that shotgun. Two receivers far side. Allen takes the snap. He fakes the handoff. He's going to try and run it himself. He gets to the outside. He finds a hole. He's hit hard by Nick Rhodes, making up for that last play is Nick Rhodes there, Steve. Yeah, Nick Rhodes is furious out there after that turnover there. And he made up, well, not say he made up for it, but he's trying to uh, shake it off, move on to the next play, and makes a great play there on Allen. Second down and 10 for Allen out of the shotgun. Allen takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw far side of the field. He completes it on that far side, and the Tigers wrap up that far side receiver there. Dave DePasqua, who was our receiver? Do you have that for me? Now we're having some technical technical difficulties. It was number 31, Mike Flegel. And Binder and DeCamillo in on the tackle for the Tigers here. A big third down and six. This looks like four down territory. So the Cougars might be content with just getting a few yards here. But I still expect them to maybe put it in the air. So Allen comes out one. Running back in the, in the gun with him. Three receivers to that far side. Allen looks to throw, looking to throw. He's got some time. He's under pressure, flushed from the pocket. Now under some more pressure. Almost brought down in the backfield for a sack. Now he's hit. Balls loose on the near side of the field. It's picked up and out of bounds at the 40. There'll be a loss of four. As number 21 for Springfield, Colin Brackenier, was able to jump on the football. And that's big there because they move him back. It's a loss of six. Fourth down 11. Looks like they might punt it away there. Nick Fopey gets initial pressure up the middle. Allen's got a rollout. Catcher Kotze comes in. Falcone and others clean it up there on a big sack and fumble, although Springfield recovers. On this punt, we're going to have Dave DePasco with his view on the sideline after the play here. There, low snap, it hits the ground. Power gets it off. There's going to be no return on this one. And, and Dave, uh, what's the sense on the sideline there? A lot of spirit. Sense it was the first off. The pass was behind the line of scrimmage. So any discretion, the referees clearly said it was behind the line of scrimmage. Great defensive stand. As that punt was going off, there was trips wide receivers out to the side having confusion. But luckily the punt was out of bounds and Marple was able to recover. Thank you, Dave. Down there on the sideline, Dave DePasqua with us, our own Tony Saragusa, as Steve said in in the pregame production meeting. Um, Here comes Tony, Tommy Davis, under center. He's got Nick Rhodes as the far side receiver. Davis is going to hand off to Ross Burrow in the backfield. He's trying to fight his way back to the line of scrimmage. He looks like he's going to pick up a yard after he was hit three yards behind the line of scrimmage, Steve. That's excellent effort by Brian Rossberg. He's initially hit in the backfield right at the handoff on the sweep play. That sweep play is a couple yards in the backfield before he can cut it up. And as he's met, he continues to drive those legs as about four or five Cougars have to bring him down. So you make maybe three yards into a one-yard gain for the Tigers. 
Marple started this drive with eight minutes left in that first quarter. Is now second down and ten with 7.30, 7.15 to go, excuse me. Nick Rhodes near side receiver, Tommy Davis under center. And Davis takes the snap. It's a handoff to Sapness up the middle. Tries to pick his way through for a few yards. There's a gang of Cougars there. Gang of yellow. And they bring him down. A late flag comes in. So we're going to see. This is going to be after the play. We're going to see who this is on. This could be really good or really bad for Marple Newtown, Steve. Yeah. It looks like they're going to be. Well, we'll see what the ref says here. It's going to be on the Cougars. Maybe jumping on the pile after the play or just pushing someone over after the whistle. Got to play the whistle. You got to be aggressive out there, but you got to play to the whistle because penalties aren't going to hurt you. Sapness was in that that pile, and sometimes you you might get a face mask in there, but there was no face mask gesture, so this was clearly an extracurricular activity penalty. Yeah, and that's big. First down there because Cougars, that would have been third down. Cougars do a good job of stuffing the run twice. Let's see, Dave DePasqua, do do you have any view on what that penalty might have been? It was a group in a pile in the middle. It must have been a late hit coming in or someone jumping on the rest of the pile, like Steve said. Okay, thank you, Dave. First down and 10 for Marple Newtown. Tommy Davis under center with Rhodes, the receiver on the near side. Davis sends Hoff in motion. Davis fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes as it threw, went through the hands of the defender. Rhodes makes the catch. He's close to the first down. Wow, that went right through the hands of the Springfield defender that time, and Rhodes was able to concentrate and grab it, Steve. And that's a great throw by Rhodes and a great, even better catch. A great throw by Davis, better catch by Rhodes. And you said that was a – he slung that ball in there. As Coach Giordano says, throw that ball as hard as you can. And that's what he did there. And luckily, it was a tight spiral, and it went through the tiger, uh, Cougar defender. Yeah, talk about threading the needle. It's second down and one for Marple now at the 48, their own 48. Davis under center. Rhodes the far side receiver. Davis puts Hoff in motion. He's going to give it off to Sapness up the middle. He's hit. He makes a spin move. He gets across the 50 for the first down. Good running by Adrian Sapness there on second down. He's hit immediately by Ricky Sterling and is taken down there. Looks like by number four, Dan Dickinson and others. And it'll be officially spotted at directly midfield on that near side hash. It'll be first down and 10 for Marple with 5.50 to go in this first half, and they lead 7-6 to six over the Springfield Cougars. Davis under center with Ross Burrow, the wingback. No receiver in this set. You're going to have your tight ends, and then Sapness and Hoff in the backfield. Ross Burrow goes in motion. It's a handoff to Sapness up the middle. He makes one cut and picks up five good yards on the play before he's brought down at the 45-yard line. You said he a nice sidestep there, and then brought down by number 51, Matt Sella, the sophomore defensive lineman. So both teams, it looks like, have a pretty good amount of sophomores out there on both sides of the ball. And it's good to see there for the you know the future of each both programs. Marple sustaining drives, keeping that fast-paced offensive Springfield off of the field. And this is a classic Ray Junta drive here, chewing up the clock before the half. And remember, they'll get the ball back start the second half. Tommy Davis under center. Rhodes the far side. Receiver Davis gives the sapness. He finds a hole. He's got the first down at the 40. He should have it based upon where that far side judge is standing. Number 32, Crowder. And they will move the change, Steve. Number 31 as well, Mike Fuligal. 
The junior in on the tackle, so two juniors in on the tackle there for the Cougars. And Marple Newtown, they're getting stuffed at the line of scrimmage, but if you know Coach Johnson, he's going to continue going and going at that, attacking that on the on the ground, and eventually they're going to break one. You saw that he broke about an eight-yard uh, gain there, but uh, they're going to keep, keep, and keep running that ball. First down and ten for Marple from the Springfield 40. Tommy Davis under center. Eight men in the box for Springfield, and he's going to hand it off to Ross Burrow, who's going to go off tackle to that far side. He's going to pick up four yards before he's brought down here by a pile of Cougars once again. It looked like number 52 was in there first there, Steve. Yeah, Joe Ciarino in on the tackle there for the Cougars, and Ross Burrow gets the ball in the sweep to Senior. Runs it up the middle behind his two, or right, right off tackle behind his two pulling guards there. So second down and seven for the Tigers to continue to run this ball here. Maybe we'll see a pass mixed in here from Davis. Second and seven for Marple. 3.45 to go first quarter. Tommy Davis under center. Ball at the Springfield 37 yard line. Marple leads seven to six. Davis takes the snap. He's going to hand off to Abel Hoff, who's going to come to the near side, and he's met by a couple Cougars for a loss at the 38, 39-yard line, Steve. And you got Dickinson in on the play there, as well as Crowder, as they bring up a loss of two. We have third down and nine here as Hoff is met behind the line of scrimmage, so... They're going to give him a loss of three. Third down and ten here. So a big third down. Three minutes to go here. Tigers shouldn't be in any hurry because if they don't get it here, and this could be four down territory, Greg, depending on how many yards. So maybe they even run it here. You get five. You get five and you got to go again at that point. If Unless not, you just want to pin them and force them to yeah, go the length of the field. That and might not be a bad option either. Three wide receivers far side. Davis under center. Sapness the only running back in the backfield. Usually this is a pass set. It's a quick handoff to Sapness. He's met immediately at the line of scrimmage by number 50, Brian Layden. And they spread out. The Cougars defense trying to get a quick guard trap up the middle there. But the Tigers do a great job. Brian Layden meets him in the backfield. So be fourth down and long. Fourth down and 11. Springfield calls a timeout. With Marple leading 7-6, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the time. Work. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. In a timeout with fourth down, 11, 232 to go. Update you from around the Central League. Garnet Valley, Haverford. Garnet leads 7 to 6, second quarter. Ridley leads Pencrest, second quarter, 7 to 2. Harrington leads Strathaven, 12 to 7, first quarter. Conestoga, Upper Derby is tied at 0 in the second quarter. Around Delaware County, Oxford beating Sun Valley, 14 to 7. Glenn Mills, currently over Academy Park, 14 to 7, second quarter. Here we go. Marple Newtown sends out their punting unit as Kelly will stand around his own 48 to punt this one away. To receive for the Cougars is number nine, Joe Marion. Kelly gates it, takes the punt. It's kicked to the near side. It's going to go out of bounds around the 20 
And actually, no, the official spot, we're waiting for it. The official is lining it up, and he's going to mark that at the 20. So Kelly's punt goes out at the 20, and now Springfield has 2.26 to go and only one timeout to go 80 yards. Steve. Should I uh, set an upset alert out there in the Central League? Oh, boy. Haverford, 7-6. to six. Oh, boy, there we go. Yeah, that, that could change a lot of dynamics for next week and, and leave a lot of storylines open. And it's a handoff by Allen up the middle to Brackenier, and he is still on his feet. Pile there. Finally, the whistle blows. Uh, good for Marple as the clock continued to run. Yeah, it looks like Turner and Volpe. And on the tackle on Brackenier, number 21, run the ball hard. Already a touchdown here tonight. Seven to six and two minutes and counting to go here. Marble will be content getting out of this half up by one. Allen empty backfield. Five wide receivers, three to the far side, two to the near side. Brackenier is one of them, the usual running back. It's a throw to the near side. It is caught on the near side of the field and run out of bounds is number four, Dan Dickinson. And it's short of a first down, I believe. And that is Perpelia in on the tackle there in the coverage. Dickinson run goes out of bounds. There's some clock stops. Second, third down. Big play here for the Tigers. Day. Springfield goes empty again with Allen out of the gun. Five wide receivers, three far, two near. Allen's going to keep it flags down. And the initial signal is a false start by Springfield. And that's big if it is because it looked like it was going to be a QB draw. They spread out the Tigers' defense four wide. It looked like he had room to run it up the middle. But that's going to change a lot in the play, in the huddle right now. So. The so 149 to go in the first half. Marple leads 7-6. to six. Allen out of that empty backfield on third down and eight from their own 22. Allen takes the snap. He's going to look to throw far side of the field in and out of the hounds on the far side of the field. That time incomplete intended by for John Ferguson. Big play there by the Tigers' defense. And I feel like I'm in a Katy Perry music video with her song Roar as the Tiger roars in the background. But good job nonetheless by the Tigers. D holding them fourth down. They'll have a minute 46 to go after this punt, uh, which is going to choose a little more time up. So maybe they can get something going before they have. We've got it all, ladies and gentlemen. We have Katy Perry references going on this season as we wind down the year. Power to punt. Hoff back at the 50. It's a low snap again. Power gets it off. It's a spiraling line drive. Picked up at the 50 by Hoff. He makes a few men miss. He's going to pick up five yards and get into Cougar territory at the 45. And with 137 to go in the half, Marple takes over, and they have all three timeouts, Steve. It looked like number 25, Brad Murphy, the junior defensive back. Uh, and on the tackle, you said they're in tiger, uh, Cougar territory, 45-yard line, three, two timeouts. No, three timeouts, I'm sorry. And you said a minute 37, Greg. Playbook's open here. You can run, you can pass. You see that pistol that we saw a few weeks ago? I'm just throwing things out here now, Steve. We'll see. And you, well, uh, I, was, I thought I was going to be right because he went three wide receivers and Davis was trotting like he was going to stand in a pistol, but he does come to the line of scrimmage with his receivers to the near side. Sapness in the backfield on first and ten. Tommy Davis, four-step, five-step drop. He's going to look to throw near side. Now he's going to throw it up intended for Abel Hoff. It is tipped by Springfield secondary incomplete. And if Hoff keeps his feet there, it's number six on the tackle. 
Lou Spence, the junior wide re- uh, defensive back. If he keeps his feet there, that ball was tipped. He could have caught it and ran in the end zone. But yeah. great effort by Hoff as uh, Tommy Davis just throws it. Try- yeah. He he had Hoff there. Hoff just, you know, maybe a little overthrown. Well, t- uh, Tommy was looking to the near side, and he had two receivers on a crossing route, but one of his receivers fell down. I think that was kind of what threw him off, and he had to readjust, and he kind of just threw it out there to Abel Hoff. He's got two receivers to the near side. Nick Rose is the outer receiver, and then inside in the slot position is Ross Burrow. Sapness and Hoff are your running backs, as Hoff has the wing back, and Davis takes the snap. He gets the handoff to Sapness somehow as he's hit hard. Flag comes in as Sapness is pulled down out of bounds, and this will be 15-yard gain for Marple after the penalty. And that's going to be a big penalty there. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? Steve, Steve almost tripped over something in here in the booth, ladies and gentlemen. That's why. Oh, we're having fun up here. Tonight. That's why, what that commotion was. And uh, But nonetheless, that's going to be a big play. They stopped him. The Cougars stopped him on second down there for no gain. And they just, you know, not smart penalty by the Cougars as they throw the flatness out of bounds. Well, well out of bounds. That's going to tackle 15 yards there. And, uh,. Tigers in great field position. In great field <laughs> great position. Oh, <laughs> Some man. points on the board before the half. You're one of a kind, Steve. You are one of a kind, bud. Oh, man. First down and 10 for Marple from the 30th Springfield. Davis under center. Puts Hoff in motion. Davis is going to look to throw near side of the field. He's going to throw. This one intended for Rossborough. He makes the catch at the 10 inside the 10. He's brought down at the 5-yard line. Ross Burrow made the catch. He took some punishment to make it, but the ball will be spotted at the six, Steve. That's a tough kid, Ross Burrow. He's a great kid, senior. Does his job each and every day in practice and in games, and Davis puts the ball right on the money for Ross Burrow as he streaks down the sideline, and they're set up on the six-yard line. And... uh, it looks like maybe he got out of bounds there, but it's going to be uh, set up first and goal. With 1.15 to go in the half. 7-6 Marple leads. They are at the six-yard line. We will have Dave DePasqua to give us the sideline view in a moment. Sapness takes the handoff. He makes a cut to the inside. He crosses what appears to be the five down at the four there. Dave, what was your advantage on that one? Cut it back up, up the middle, and Sapness was unable to, but that was a beautiful... Welcome back, Tommy Davis. Okay. Thank you, Dave. And now there is a timeout by Marple Newtown on the field. Uh, we will keep it here briefly to kind of discuss what's going on. It's 7-6. to six. Marple Newtown scored early in this one on a 69-yard play from Tommy Davis to Nick Rhodes on the reception. And then Springfield came back and scored on a Brackenier run. And then they went for two, and it was tipped away. Um, so, Steve, minute minute seven left. What what can we expect here from Marple Newtown? Well, um, yeah, I think you run, you run, you run here because you have two timeouts. It's second down of the goal. You said on the four yard line. You give it, you give it to Satinus. Feed him the ball. Um, if it gets to maybe third down, maybe you, you run a waggle here, or um, you know, give the ball to. Davis to roll out and have the option to run it in or pass him on a couple slant pattern, maybe a flat pattern to Hoff or Ross Barrow. 
but I think, again, the playbook's open here. You have two timeouts. So you have a lot to work with with over a minute to go inside the five-yard line. Dave down the sidelines with us. Uh, Dave, what's what's the Marple sideline like at the moment here? Get that touchdown right before halftime. They had a group discussion right before this play. So. And we have, we're kind of losing Dave here. He's coming in and out. So as we get back to the side of play, we will try and fix those technical difficulties. Davis under center. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll far side of the field. He's going to throw it up to the corner of the end zone. Abelhoff stretches out incomplete in and out of the hands of Abelhoff trying to make a diving play. And that's great effort by Hoff. Davis puts the ball only where his receiver can get it there because that was great coverage. They covered the corner route and the, and the flat route. And uh, just incomplete there as Hoff dives out for the ball. Third down and goal. And still trying to work out those technical difficulties. We will try and have Dave set up down there and, and get things fixed for that second half uh, with 101 to go here in this one. Third down in this first half, excuse me, third down and goal for Marple from the Springfield four. They, Marple leads 7-6, to six, 101 to go. Davis under center, Rossboro Sapness in the backfield, Hoff is the wing back. Davis puts Hoff in motion to the near side. He's going to hand off to Sapness. He's stacked up in the backfield. Oh, he went down awkwardly. I hope he's okay. And he he's getting up, so he is okay. A little bit, a little bit slow to get up, but he is all right, Steve. And right here, the Tigers. They don't have to call a timeout. They have 40 seconds to go here. By about a yard or so, I, it looks like they're going to go for it. I mean, it looks like maybe let the clock run down, yeah. call a timeout, get a good place set up. That's that's that looks like what Coach Junta is doing because he's taking his time on the sidelines with Tommy Davis and you know try and get this thing down as low as possible here. And there he goes. He just called timeout. So two, tw- 22 seconds to go. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Craig Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Fourth and goal for Marple from the Springfield 5. 22.7 to go in this first half. Tigers lead 7-6. to six. And here we go, Steve. This would be a big situation for Marple if they can put some points on the board getting the football back in the second half. And they're going to set up. They're going to send Nick Rhodes and Rossboro as the receivers to that far side of the field. You're going to have Hoff and Sapness as your running backs. Hoff's going to be the wing back. Davis under center. Springfield loads the box up. Hoff in motion to the far side. 
And Tommy Davis takes a snap. He's going to roll out. He's got Samar, he's got Abel Hoft incomplete. I couldn't tell if the Springfield Cougar defender got a hand on it or not. He just did. He had Hoff out there. I don't know if he could have put that ball a little higher or a little more outside. Looked like a pretty good throw there, but the Tiger, or Cougar defender, Joe Marion coming in. He, he had good closing speed on that pass play. Yeah, number nine, Joe Marion coming in and as you said, good closing speed in. Would have been at six points as Hoff would have brought that ball in, but uh, just incomplete there. Good job by the Cougars holding on fourth down after a great drive by the Tigers. One thing about Springfield's defensive backs slash wide receivers, they have a lot of length to them. They're, they're, they're a tall set of backs, D-backs, and, and receivers. Allen comes out. He's going to take a knee, and this one is going to go to half with Marple leading 7-6 to six and holding the return to start. And now there is a timeout on the field. And Marple Newtown, did Marple Newtown call timeout, Steve? Marple takes their third and final timeout. So Marple does take a timeout here, and that's interesting with Springfield taking a a knee. Uh, I'm not sure what the thinking was, but in any event, we're going to have one more play. I'm trying to think here. I mean, they're at the. Our homecoming presentation. They're at the. With our the three or four. That might be the three yard line there. Maybe they say. Assisting with the procession. Just uh, attack the middle and just try to push the quarterback back into the end into the uh, four yard line. The statistician uh, Jim Osman tells me here, and maybe he says, you know, get the big boys up there, blitz the backers, and just. Push those guys, push the quarterback into the end zone. Maybe get a safety here. But this is—it's not easy to take a knee right here on the uh, you're on, on the four-yard line. line. No, no, because you're going to have to snap it and, and fall down right away. And right, Marple does, and they take the knee, and that'll do yeah. it. This will do it as there's no timeouts remaining. Seven to six. Marple Newtown leads at half. You're listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 